right. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Melanie Yates, and I am one of the third-year residents here at the University of Cincinnati. And for our last journal club, our group really honed in on cardiopulmonary resuscitation and the different aspects of the patient and family care during this. I end up picking a topic that is really relevant for anyone who practices BLS, ACLS, does resuscitations, but particularly for this year of residency for me and my co-residents, this is very relevant. And that topic and the title of this article is Family Presence During Cardiopulmonary Resuscitation. This article was published in 2013 in the New England Journal of Medicine, and the main objective was to determine if witnessing CPR led to increased PTSD-related symptoms in close family members, with secondary objectives looking at how family presence during CPR affected the mental health of participating healthcare providers and if it affected their resuscitation in any way. This was a prospective, cluster-randomized, controlled trial in the pre-hospital setting in France. There were 15 EMS agencies that were randomly chosen to be the intervention or control group. Intervention groups were instructed to offer witnessing CPR to every family member during a resuscitation, and if the family agreed to have specific scripts and responsibilities for a designated family liaison. The control group would not st stop a family from witnessing CPR if they wished, but it was not regularly offered, and there was no specific script or designated family liaison. 90 days after the event, the designated family member for the study underwent a psychiatric evaluation to determine likely PTSD-related anxiety and depression assessment. I found the results of the study really illuminating. Of the intervention group, 79% of family members interviewed that were interviewed witnessed CPR compared to 43% of family members in the control group. Of those who witnessed CPR in both groups, there was a significantly decreased likelihood or chance that they would develop PTSD-like symptoms 90 days after the resuscitation of a family member. Those in the intervention group, whether CPR was witnessed or not, also had a decreased likelihood of developing PTSD-like symptoms compared to the control group. Finally, more family members who did not witness CPR regretted their choice compared to those who did witness the resuscitation. In addition to the primary objectives, in the secondary objectives analysis, there was no statistical difference in the resuscitation efforts of unwitnessed and witnessed CPR, and statistically speaking, family members being present during a resuscitation did not affect the mental health of medical providers. The reason I chose this article to share at Journal Club was because of its relevance to emergency medicine in general, but particularly to the third year of residency here at Cincinnati. As third years, we run most, if not all, of the medical codes, and we often have the opportunity to bring family members into the resuscitation. While this article is limited by being in the out-of-hospital setting, it does give us some useful information that bringing family members to the bedside during resuscitations is unlikely to affect our medical care and may help reduce anxiety and PTSD-related symptoms in the close family members most affected by this traumatic experience. While having mem family members present during all resuscitations may not be feasible or appropriate in all settings, if the option is presented to me during future codes, this will help me argue to have them at bedside if they desire it and my team is prepared.